Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm excited to introduce my next guest, Ben Nguyen, the Community and Events Manager at Catalyst. Today, Ben shares the brainstorming process behind their recent Escape the Inbox competition, their incredibly fun and super successful event to announce a new email automation feature. Ben talks about how this out-of-the-box, or should I say out-of-the-inbox, way of thinking is exactly what makes Catalyst stand out from the crowd. Welcome, Ben, to the Community Corner. I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you so much, Beth. I'm happy to be on. Well, let's dive right in. Can you please describe what Catalyst is and what exactly it is that you do in your role? Definitely. So Catalyst is a very fast-growing customer success platform. So we focus on helping companies retain their customers, expand with them, and deliver incredible customer experiences. Uh, I've been at Catalyst for a year and two months now in a community role. So I've just been focused on building out the Catalyst community. And is the Catalyst community built for the people, like the your customers? Both. So when I joined, so it was the first theoretical marketing hire, and there was nothing by way of, I mean real you know, marketing foundation or community foundation for either customers or sort of the external community. So the way I look at you know, the way I've sort of looked at it is dividing it into external and internal community. We started with external because, you know, the priority was growth and brand awareness and, and engaging people in the space so that they knew who we were and what we're all about, what makes us different. So that was where we started. And then over the last couple of months, We've been moving now into the internal community side. So that's for people who are currently using Catalyst to better connect with each other, help each other, partner with each other, all that good stuff, launching our customer advisory board. Uh, so my role is pretty split between the two right now. I'd still say it's a little more heavily weighted on the, um, let's say, external or marketing side of community. Well, I mean, you say you wanted to get the external space, the community space you know, engaged. And I think you did a wonderful job with that with the escape the inbox competition. Yes, I feel like I'm not even in the space. And I heard about it. And everyone on my team was like, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. I'm so happy to hear that. That's exactly what we're going for. Totally. And so I'd love to hear how did you come up with that as a team? And like, what are your takeaways from the experience? Well, we have this fun thing we do that I love because we've spent so much time building out this the Catalyst brand, right? We're posting like memes every day on social media. We're posting weird articles. We have our podcast. We post today. I literally put out a post this morning that was asking people to come up with a customer success haiku and post it on a LinkedIn thread. And we've already gotten like a bunch of entries and we're giving out gift cards. So like we love doing that kind of stuff. And so the, the sort of saying that we have now on the team, whenever we're tasked with something is, you know, okay, here's our baseline, here's what we know what we need to do, but how do we make it catalyst, right? And so what that means is how do we make it funny, creative, original, something that will really resound and go that sort of one step further. So we've done that with a bunch of our different launches and events over the last year. And this was just another one of those, right? We were tasked with, okay, we're launching this email automation functionality great, important for the product, important for our customers, boring as hell. 
<laughs> from a marketing perspective, like woo, email automation, like no one's going to share that if we post that we have email. So, you know, we talked and bounced around some different ideas. And this was something, the escape room specifically was something we thought of, I think a, a few months ago for maybe a different thing. And we just sort of had it waiting in the wings. We have a bunch of those weird ideas that were like, eventually we'll do a you know scavenger hunt around new york city but we don't know what that's going to be for or what it's going to look like so we've got a bunch of that kind of stuff hanging out and then we pull from it and see what we can twist and and make something to to fit so taking email automation and then making it into an escape room was something that made it catalyst and i'm very happy to see and hear that it worked as well as it did in terms of letting the world know that we have email and letting the world know that you know Catalyst is here and we're excited to do more weird shit like that. <laughs> well, I think that, I mean, I will just say that that's kind of one of the beautiful things or the magic of community is that you can take something that, yeah, let's be honest, is otherwise pretty boring and you can really activate the people who are passionate about it in a way that they're excited to be activated because they're excited about email automation, but they have not been given the opportunity to be excited like this before. So you, you know, you really allow people to get excited and be passionate about something. Definitely. And if our product team is listening, I hope that yeah, I, I'm not saying that our email functionality is boring. It's anything, but I think when it comes to making a splash externally, and it's my, my approach to a lot of marketing stuff is really just like, it's hard to get people to really care about something, to notice something, want to forward it, to care that much that they're going to like click through and read it. And you could launch some of the coolest features in the world, but you know, people are just trying to get through their day a lot of the times and they're stressed and they're tired. And it's like, we could launch an integration with Tinder on through our customer success platform and it would probably do okay, but you'd still need to have something like really extra or different or weird if you're going to try and get, you know, get it to that next level of, of awareness. Totally. And it's farther than just how many people read this, but like, I love your thought of how many people shared this, how many people did this actually see through that, you know, crazy spider web of LinkedIn networking. So, and okay, we can't talk about escape the inbox the entire time, because I also want to talk about your community and how you're gauging success in your community. And so as someone who kind of wears two hats with your internal and your external community, how do you separate the metrics that you're tracking to gauge success with both of these different kinds of spaces? I mean, this is always the hardest part with being a community manager or commu building a community is you know, what are you reporting on? Who are you reporting to? Into CS, into marketing, into content? And how are you getting more budget? How are you justifying all the money that you're spending? Our CEO just told me the other day that I'm known by our investors as the guy who spends a lot of money. Um, so great. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for us, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky to have, have, be at, have joined Catalyst at the stage it was at and to have the teammates I have because we have a real culture around creating value for other people and trusting that if we create enough value for others, it'll come back around. And yeah, that, that's maybe a bit of a tough sell for investors, but we all buy into that wholeheartedly internally. And what that translates into is sort of, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm evaluated on inbound leads. And I mean, I wouldn't even say social metrics and that kind of stuff because those are more leading indicators. Really like, you know, marketing leads is, is what I'm evaluated on. And where I think our, our culture really comes into play is that I have the trust of our head of marketing, our CEO, our COO, sales team, that even if I'm doing stuff that is 
weird and doesn't seem like it'll have an immediate payoff. They trust that it will work out. It'll come back around in the long run and that it's a, a longer term investment. And so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of sort of mini metrics, but I'd say at the end of the day, that's what I report in on. I'm happy for that to be what I'm reporting in on. The other thing I was going to mention is that our head of marketing, Mike Roberts, who's fantastic, he always says brand leads to demand. Um, so I really see community as the brand piece of that. You can work with demand gen managers. You can work with people who specialize in demand. And that's a, a really critical skill set. But uh, the brand piece is what I personally love. And where, I, I mean, it's the, it's the other side of that. You can't have demand if you haven't built this brand. So I like, you know, my ideal state of where I want to get to is... I'll just come up with weird crap to do. And then let's have that, you know, have someone who's good at taking that and translating it into the demand piece. I think that's sort of the best of both. And yeah, we're all sort of doing a hybrid mix of everything now, but that's sort of the future state of, of where I see us going. Very cool. I wrote that down. Brand leads to demand. I feel like that's, that's a nice uh, bit of, I don't know, to add to your artillery. Anyway, it's nice to add that to your toolbox as a community professional yes. to say like, Brand leads to demand. Let me build this brand up. Let me build a community. Let me, you know, build the identity that people are going to want to belong to and then watch us grow. It's, you know, that's definitely causation. Definitely. And I mean, you can look at it, you could look at it also through terms of social capital, which is the way I, lo I look at a lot of the of community building, right? As a community builder, your job is to build up social capital for the company. So again, it goes back to creating value for other people and helping other people and, helping your customers and just providing value so that if you are asking someone to share a message or introduce you to someone else or join your customer advisory board, then you know, you've built up that capital with them by providing them value. And then they're more likely to engage and say yes and provide value back. There's, so there's, that's sort of the other side of it um, that I think is really critical. And so you have a customer advisory board. And when we talk about adding value to like customers, I would love to hear when did you realize it was time to create a customer advisory board? And what have you learned about building that? So the timing was when my manager put it in my OKRs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we did talk about it as a team. And I recommend starting a cab as, as early as you possibly can. It's so when, when I started doing community building, I made it a policy to every quarter, check in with 10 to 20 customers and people in the space, just as like casual conversation. What are your challenge? What are your challenges? What are recent wins? What are your priorities right now? So that I can make sure I always have my ear to the ground and know what's going on. And so I look at a cab as sort of that, but specifically for our company. What are we doing well? What are our challenges? What are you, you know, struggling with? What are you getting a lot of value out of? And I think, you know, we, we knew what we wanted from a cab, right? I think any company knows, okay, sure. It'd be great to have our 10 biggest customers in a room together telling us what they think and all that. The trick with a cab, I think, is, is figuring out what you can provide back to your cab members. Why should they be a part of your cab? What can you offer them? So it took a bit of time to put together, you know, here's all the, the benefits we can put together. I had to do a lot of research because I had never launched a cab before. So I was talking to people who run cabs at HubSpot and Sauna and, and some of these other, other great companies and hearing what they do and stealing the good stuff and co-opting it for my own. And then I think for that one, I think one of my lessons actually looking back, I think, you know, we did, we had a good first meeting when we launched it a, a few months ago. And then we've, we've done some other things to, to keep everyone engaged and provide value. We have another uh, mini meeting coming up next week. I think 
for me, the, the hard part was like, I, I enjoy, I wish it could have been in person. I think it was hard doing it during COVID because a lot of the cab big advantage is that you're bringing together these tech leaders from different companies and they can potentially help each other, partner with each other, buy from each other, you know, recommend each other. And so, you know, we didn't really get to do that. We, we did that a little bit virtually, but that was something that I think about. And, uh, you know, candidly, I think we could have thought of some ways to make it more catalyst. I think one thing that we did was, that was pretty cool and unique was we designed full work from home uniforms. So it was like a catalyst onesie slippers. And we sent then everyone else. So a blue Yeti microphone, HD webcam, and a custom painted bottle of wine with their face on it. Um, that was really fun. So we sent them all like a really, some really nice gifts, which was nice, but I'm definitely looking forward to the in-person cab meetings. Hearing more about your swag game makes me understand why you're known to the investors as the guy who spends money. The guy who spends money. Yeah, I mean, hey, as long as it's also the guy who makes money, well, that, that's going to be a while until, uh, yeah. So for now, it's spend. But as long as they keep giving it to me, I'm happy to have any nickname. Fair. Well, and I think that we could probably have another episode where we talk just about swag because I need to steal some of your ideas. But swag is hard. Yeah. The community corner is a short, short episode. So we've come to our last question. And this is one that I ask all of my guests. Who is a community builder that you'd like to grab lunch with? And it can't be someone who is an upcoming guest on your podcast. And P.S. I love you. Interesting. Yeah, I thought about this one. It's hard. It's funny in the community space, people are so open and friendly. I feel like I could just DM any community builder and be like, sure. So one person I think I'd I'd love to meet with is um, Kyle Batista, who's the chief community officer at Creative Mornings. Really cool organization. Seems like a really cool person. And there's not many people with a chief community officer title. So I'm interested in talking with more of those folks. And I think he'd be someone really cool that I could uh, learn from and get some good perspectives from. Awesome. Well, I think you're right. I think that if you just like messaged Kyle, he would be like, yeah, totally. Let's go for lunch. (laughs) Although now he has to because we're telling him he has to. That's true. Well, I did see that he's in Brooklyn and I am a recent Brooklyn. uh, I just moved down from Toronto to Brooklyn. So I uh, have another reason. It's very convenient. (laughs) Perfect. Well, I hope it works out for you, Ben. Thank you so much for joining me. It was such a pleasure to hear more about Catalyst and all the work that you guys are doing over there. Thank you so much. Yeah. If anyone's looking for a customer success platform or just ridiculous marketing stuff and memes, uh, just follow us on LinkedIn or uh, check out Catalyst.io and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks, Ben. As we get closer and closer to this year's CMX Summit, you can tune into our four-part series about the future of events. Anne-Marie Pollocky-Dinkle, our events manager here at CMX, joins me to talk about the future of this industry, how hybrid events are changing everything, and she'll take us along with her on the journey to CMX Summit 2021 rise. Don't miss it. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community, go to pod.bevy.com. That's pod.bevy.com. This is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre. 